Welcome to the Joyful Attorney Podcast, where licensed attorney and certified life coach, Laura Kelly, teaches you how to bring joy, harmony, and balance to your practice and your life. Hello, colleagues, whenever or wherever you are, welcome to the Joyful Attorney Podcast. I'm your host, professional certified coach, Laura Kelly. Today, I'm going to talk about Blue January. Apparently, the third Monday in January is considered the most depressing day of the year. If you're listening to this when it comes out, that was this past Monday. Considering that Monday was actually MLK Day and likely a holiday for our U.S. listeners, perhaps this Tuesday was actually your Blue Monday. (laughs) It could be because the weather is gloomy or the holidays are over or maybe you overspent or COVID fatigue is upon you or you're longing for spring or summer breaks or perhaps all of the above. Whatever the reason, January can be a difficult month for all of us. Last week, I talked about normalizing the struggle and the fact that negative emotion is a necessary part of the whole human emotional experience. How do you know if you are up if you're never down? Acceptance rather than resistance is actually the way through dark times. But today, I'd like to talk about coming out on the other side of Blue Monday, Blue Tuesday, or even blue January. In Robert Frost's poem, Servant to Servants, he writes, the only way out is through. There is simply no way to bypass our reality. But here are some ways to get through so you can get out. First, take an inventory of the good in your life. There's always more than you think. I've said it many times before, and I'll say it many times again. Our brains are wired toward the negative. Dr. Rick Hansen said it best when he said, our brains are like Teflon for the good and Velcro for the bad. Our brains are absolute experts at finding the negative in any situation. As attorneys, it is literally our jobs to think about the worst possible outcomes and consequences. If we want to counteract our innate negativity bias, then we must actively seek out the good. And here's the thing, there is plenty of good, but there is really no evolutionary survival benefit to positivity. So we aren't great at it. It takes patience and practice. Taking an inventory means seeking out all of the positivity and goodness in our lives. Every little thing. We will absolutely find the smallest thing to be annoyed at. It starts as soon as you wake up. In fact, Having to wake up early is enough to put you in a bad mood. Maybe it's cold in the house. Your kids won't get ready for school on time. The news is upsetting. The traffic is backed up. You can't get your bangs just right. And so on and so on. Instead, practice finding the good, no matter how small or seemingly insignificant. It adds up. And the good is there, even in tragedy. Remember what Mr. Rogers said. Look for the helpers. Or another phrase, everything will always be all right in the end. And if it's not all right, it's not the end. Second, practice gratitude. In line with taking an inventory of the good, I highly recommend establishing a daily gratitude practice. Beyond seeking out and noticing the good, practicing gratitude means appreciating the goodness that benefits us. I have a daily paper planner that has three spaces for me to write three things I'm grateful for every single day. And here's the thing, I can't repeat anything. 
So I have to find three new things to be grateful for every day. Today, I was grateful for being able to celebrate my nephew's first birthday with my sister and my mother. I was grateful for a nearly empty Admirals Club where I could spend five hours in the airport. And I was grateful to have the time to spend a vacation alone with my mother. Third, find a way to connect. I fundamentally believe that all existence is connected. This means that we cannot be disconnected. That is our reality. However, due to our modern life, we may feel disconnected. When we spend our time isolated, either physically or emotionally, we lose touch with our connection to everything else. This is particularly tough for those people who have now been working from home for so long and perhaps feel out of sight and out of mind. If we spend most of our time in urban settings surrounded by concrete and glass, we may feel disconnected from nature. If we spend our time working remotely without physically interacting with others, we may feel disconnected with our community. This pandemic has exposed the truth of our connection in seeing how quickly and easily this virus spread around the world. And in an attempt to stop the spread, we have isolated ourselves in a number of ways. But physical isolation cannot change the fact that we are connected. It is important to find ways to plug back into our interconnectedness. This may mean making the effort and reaching out, even by phone, to friends, family, and colleagues. It may simply be connecting with ourselves or nature. One of the things that I have recently started doing is attending virtual 12-step meetings. There is nothing more heartening than to go into a meeting with dozens of other people who share my struggle. Separation is an illusion, and I promise you that no matter how alone you may feel, it is a thought and it is not true. It is, however, on you to take the steps to peel back the layers of illusion to find the truth. Fourth, serve others. The best way I have found to give my life meaning and purpose is to serve others either individually or as part of the greater good. Being of service is not only fulfilling, but it also serves to reinforce the points I just mentioned. It allows us to see the good in ourselves, the good in others, and connect to a larger purpose. You can volunteer at an animal shelter, a homeless shelter, a legal services clinic, or do your own thing. One time, I grabbed some trash bags and some gloves and decided to pick trash around my community by myself. Finally, be kind to yourself. There is nothing wrong with feeling down, feeling disconnected, or experiencing negative emotion, or even noticing things we dislike and want to complain about. This is totally human. But if you find yourself engaging in recrimination for yourself, for not being more positive or being connected or not being of service, remind yourself that in this moment, you're probably doing the best that you can. Learn to speak to yourself as you would a child for whom you care deeply about or your best friend. Show yourself the same compassion I know you showed to others. You are not bad. You are not broken. You are not lost. You are a survivor. You are resilient, you are strong, and you have gotten through 100% of your bad days. Despite the fact that our human existence necessitates that we experience pain and death, we have everything. We are so very blessed, even in our struggles. If we can see that, 
with an open-heartedness and with self-compassion, I promise you that we can get through any difficult patch, even a gloomy January. Until next time, find your joy. Learn more about how you can work with Laura Kelly by going to thejoyfulattorney.com. Thank you for listening.